Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. This is episode number 123 with our guest, JV Barathan. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing. Hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. And here we are. Face to face, I might add. How exciting is that? Exciting for me. It's exciting for me too. I appreciate that. Uh, I love these moments to be able to do it. I'm here with JV Barathon, who's the author of Undying Optimism. I understand, JV, it's a book uh, detailing your life, giving it meaning, and finding your power from the darkness. Is that an accurate assessment? Yes, perfect. Perfectly, yeah, captured. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. What have you found um, to be most meaningful in your life? Um, my meaning is my son. My son who happens to have autism, he gave me a profound meaning of my life, my existence in this world. And I'm building a nonprofit for kids with autism inspired by my own son. And it's going to help uh, the special needs community with um, with um, uh, much needed emotional support, medical support, education support, and more importantly, they're going to get jobs that they're really skilled at. Because there's a huge discrimination out there for these special needs kids. I mean, they're kids, they're going to grow up adults pretty soon, but we have to do something about finding them jobs, a career, a profession. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what my nonprofit is working on right now. I really appreciate the whole idea of finding meaning. I spent decades, um, perhaps like you, just going about in, in anger and frustration and lost and confused, no meaning. Um, I have two children that have inadvertently uh, become the meaning for me. They've continued to show me exactly what life's about and have inspired me to for lack of a better, uh, be the better person, to be the best father I could be. What path were you on that is the opposite of where you are today? Um, If you met me a few years ago, uh, I I had a decent life. I mean, I grew up in an upper middle class family, never had any issue with money, but I have no idea what my life is all about. I had no idea what my true power is. I had no idea what's my meaning of my life. So this happy-go-lucky guy with everything he wanted came into place on its own, never really worked really. I mean, he worked hard for it, but it just fell into place pretty easily. But 
until the adversity that hit me like a ton of bricks at one time, that's when I realized the life that I was living was just living but not alive. So I found my aliveness, my power, my meaning after that experience. What were some of those adversities, if you could spell out, just so we have the picture? Yeah, I mean, it's a very tricky question to answer because I don't want to give everything in the book. But uh, if I can summarize it, you know, like I said, my life was fine. And then I made one decision to divorce my former wife, and which is, by the way, an arranged marriage. I never wanted to marry her, but I married her because in our culture, I'm from India, our culture, you support and respect elders. So I went with that decision just to make my, my dad happy. And it turned out to be a really bad thing. And uh, then I realized I need to do something about it. That's when I decided to do divorce. But that one decision to do divorce got me into jail, uh, got me into bankruptcy. I lost my home. I was jobless, homeless. And then luckily, I found my power, my meaning, my son, and uh, some great group of friends. They all supported me. Now I'm in a higher path. I know so many listening, myself included here, um, doing things to please others. And whether it's an arranged marriage and agreeing to that or any number of things that I found myself doing for, for decades, all in the vein of pleasing others, never works out, does it? No, it doesn't. Follow your intuition. Tell me about that. Follow intuition. Yeah, I mean, I saw her. Uh, I was here living in the States already. And then my father, okay, you're going to see her in Colombo, Sri Lanka. So I just traveled there and I see her. Immediately, nothing seemed right. And my intuition, no, don't say yes. But I, I said yes, reluctantly, just to please my parent. And boy, I betrayed my intuition. It never betrayed me, but I betrayed it. And I faced all the consequences that I went through after that one decision. Hmm. I, I, I've, I've been there as well. When you're, I, all throughout my life, I knew behind closed doors, which is really what caused the anger and the frustration and the misery in, in my scenario. I knew what I was doing, how I was showing up was not at all what I was capable of. I was hiding all of that. And that caused the conflict. So is that the similar thing where you knew, like with the intuition, you know what's right, but for all the reasons you tell yourself, you go along with something else. Yeah. And guess what happens? <laughs> this so, happens. Yeah. Are there certain things that you today do? Yes, it's great. I connect the dots. Uh, yeah. Your son gives you the meaning and that's how you can show up and see the vision mm -hmm. for, for your day-to-day -day and the future. Yeah. What, what things, though, do you have in place, habits or patterns mm -hmm. that make your life work these days? That's a great question. So I have a, a powerful morning routine. Uh, so when I wake up, I meditate for 15 minutes at the minimum. Um, when I meditate, I mean, I, I think people have different definition for meditation, but my definition is I basically focus on my breath, breath, um, breath in, breath out. And then I just think about three things I want to accomplish on that given day. And those three things I see, if those three things match up to my vision and mission, those are the three things I'm focusing on. I may be doing more than three things, but if I accomplish those three things, that's good enough, that's a great day for me. So that's how I start my day. And then I go for a walk, a run. When I do that, I visualize my day. 
meaning that I'm kind of a happy achiever. That means, what that means is, you already realize that you have it even before it happened. For example, even before coming in, I was imagining, visualizing myself sitting next to you, talking to you, how this is gonna go. And this is happening exactly the way I planned. I imagined. <laughs> I I agree with all of that. I've especially today. I never was that way. And even if I was that way, I think that you really need other things in place to allow visualization to be effective. Everything in and around that, because if you're still miserable and you're still close-minded and angry and you're just have all these negative thoughts in your head but you visualize something, I think that you're, you're, you're not gonna be as successful as you can. So today, I get the visualization. I know how powerful it is. And you hear it all the time. People mm -hmm. say, well, you have to visualize whether it's a goal for your future or a goal for your day or a moment like we're experiencing here. Yeah. So I, I, I completely love that concept. How do you feel about the idea of living in the moment. How important is that? Oh, oh my God, that's huge. I mean, that's something that I live every day. I'm, I'm, right now I'm enjoying this great moment with you. This moment is not guaranteed if I didn't have that, you know, feeling of being with you right now, you know? Because, you know, people say all the time, like, oh, I, I should have done that. I could have done that. I want to do that. Guess what? Yesterday is gone. It's history. It's not going to come back. And tomorrow is never guaranteed you might well live right now. This is the moment right now, you and me, we having a great conversation. That's all is guaranteed. You might well enjoy it, be with it, that's it. Yeah, and like the, the idea of what we have in common, among other things, our children play a vastly important role in our lives. The way that I've learned to look at that with now is the only time we have. Um, I'm, I'm so aware of the finite nature of all of this, uh, and what helps me get through it is the idea of, I know life can end at any moment. Right. And knowing that and really understanding the truth of that allows me to be present, to be in the now, especially with my children, I want to make sure that every single moment I have with my children, should it be my last, I want to make sure that every moment I have with them is significant and ideal as possible. And that little thing keeps me going, knowing that life could take a turn and end without warning in a moment. With third warning. Beautifully said. I completely agree everything you said. Yeah. Thank you. Tell me about your your second book now. What can you tell us about this? Yeah, second book I just started writing. Um, uh, this is basically now, you know, I don't know if you read my bio, but I'm an accidental author. I never thought about being an author myself. I became an accidental author. The second book, now I know I went, wrote, a, wrote my first book, which is a best-selling book. The second book is really based on people's feedback and people write to me every day. And the common theme that I find is people are really not happy with their job or profession. So 90% of the email I get about like, oh, I'm not happy with my job, but I need a paycheck to pay my bill and support my family. And people are struggling to make that transition, whatever that may be, whether it's entrepreneurial or changing the career completely. Because once you start a career, you're kind of labeled. And it's very difficult to break that 
barrier. Uh, people don't give you a chance, an opportunity to change something. So I'm, my book is second book is all about how to make a career, a profession that makes you happy, fulfilled, fully expressed yourself, not living a two life like where you're not happy and happy, be happy. And uh, also people want to make a switch from being an employee to entrepreneur. So this book is all about making that switch and how I'm doing myself and based on my experience, everything. I'm, I'm a nonfiction writer, so everything is real. Everything happened. So it's all about sharing my experience and knowledge for my readers. When we're talking about happiness, do you ever find from people that say, yeah, I want to be happy. I just don't know what will make me happy. Uh, that's a great question. That's that's a question that every individual need to ask themselves. So that's something that I ask myself every day when I wake up. What are the things that makes me happy? What are the things that doesn't make me happy? So I list them out and then I do the things that makes me happy. I mean, it's, it's really impossible not to be happy. I mean, be happy all the time because if you don't experience sadness, you will never experience happiness. If you don't experience darkness, you will never experience light. So... Yes, we, we, we all go through motions and up and down, but the trick is to find what makes you unhappy and immediately switch that to a happy feeling. That way you keep going. You focus on happiness, broadly speaking, as it relates to humanity. What is your des where does your desire for the good of humanity come from as a whole? Where did that begin? Yeah, it, it, it began with my son because my son, he has autism, like I said before, and he probably needs lifelong support. So because of that, I want to do something for him that will make his life a little better. So it started with my son, and then I started to look at his special needs community. And then now I'm looking at the people that I live in. I live in Boston and looking at people of Boston, then looking at people of Massachusetts, then looking at people of the U.S. and looking at the world. So it's expanded slowly from one place, started with my son. So as such, we live in a crazy world. Uh, the human uh, race is going through a lot of things. Uh, we are actually you know, self-destructing ourselves. So my mission is to invest in humanity and happiness. How are we going to do that? We're going to do a lot of um, uh, work on full, uh, food, shelter, uh, charity work, uh, traveling all, all around the world, uh, making an impact people in a positive way because people are suffering. So that's where my thing, it started with my son, now it's expanding all over the place. Somebody listening might say, yeah, that's wonderful and ambitious, but really, JV, what impact can one person like you or like me or the person listening, how can they have that ripple effect? That's that's a great question. You know, this is I had the same question when I started writing my first book. Who's going to read my story? Guess what happened? A lot of people read it. It became a best-selling book. So it's all take one step. You take one step. You do your own part, and then you start a movement, and people follow you. Not everybody will follow you. The right-minded people will follow you. That's all you need. It's no question. You need a team. You can't just do everything, but you, you, you create a movement. I, I agree with that, that it's especially when you said one step and then you, you, you just continue to take one step, one action in the right direction. And also, as you said, the right people will, will follow, will take notice and the wrong people won't. And that's, that's fine. Right. That's the filtering process. Yep. 
Have you have you found that the right people are are surrounding you? Yes, uh, since my book is out, people are writing to me, and I got invited to join a, a venture capital firm, uh, being a partner, investing in humanity and um, uh, happiness. So all these things happened because I was expressing myself in my book. So when you truly express yourself, being vulnerable, the right people will follow you. Obviously, the wrong people will not, which is okay. Yeah, my brand, The Hidden Entrepreneur, you know, is all about that. I spent decades hiding, hiding all of my power, hiding behind fear. And now I use that word too. Um, express yourself. That's what it's about in every regard. Find your honest, authentic, creative expression in any form, in every form, and get that out. Was there ever a time where that was difficult for you? <laughs> it was very difficult before I wrote the book because my book is actually, I never wanted to write a book because when I was going through all the suffering and pain, when I was in the dark place, I actually started writing journaling. It was a place for me to express myself in a piece of paper to vent my, uh, you know, all my frustrations. It's kind of therapeutic. Accidentally, a friend of mine read that journal and then he said, you should write this as a book. So that's how my journal became a book. And... You know, so so you you can't you, you can't hide yourself because if you're hiding, you're not only helping yourself but also not helping other people. The, the the basic human thing is to help other people. So if you're not helping yourself, you're not gonna help other people. So you wanna be out there, whether you like it or not, be out there, be you. That's all you need to be. The moment I I adore in that story is you were journaling. I, I journal too. I think it's very important. However, you can define that for yourself. It's very helpful. It's very right. therapeutic. It works. Right. And who knows where it's going to lead, especially in your case. Like you said, you use the word accidentally where you said a friend of yours accidentally found your journal and said, oh my goodness, you have to put this in a book. And now here we are. Perhaps right. if that one moment never happened you may not even be here right now, which is just fascinating. Yep. Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? I 100% believe everything happens for a reason, yes. That is the reason why we are here. And who really knows what this reason is in the moment? We don't have to. Right. It might be. Uh, it might show up next week, next year. Five years, it, yeah. Who uh, knows? Next lifetime. Yes. Maybe it'll show up in a way that we don't even consciously know which just gives me the chills because I love all of that about life. And I've learned to today show up as uh, expressively and openly to just connect with people. And I know that you appreciate that as well, right? Yes. No, beautifully said. I mean, I, I think you you nailed it. Uh, we may not uh, feel the thing right away. It may happen down the line, six months, a year, five years, who knows, next life, like you said. But just be there, be out there, be out there. Yeah, and, and you know what else it comes down to? You, you, there are so many moments you experience in, in your life and in your business and day-to-day, moment-to-moment that you might resist. But what if you didn't? What if you just said, all right, I'll go with this moment. I'll accept this moment. I'll surrender to this moment because with that attitude, it legitimately will turn into something Valid, right? No, that's that's uh, that's very true. I mean, if you met me a few years ago, I was probably living in my head. Now I just went after everything happened. I went two two inches down into the heart. When you live in your heart, 
and be yourself you will attract the right people and everything will fall into place and trust trust your intuition take actions consistent with your mission and your why great things will happen this has been extraordinary i will leave you with this final question jv barathan you said it beautifully thank Thanks. you how would you like to be remembered oh it's a great question you know it's really not about me it's about the the thing that i leave like i'm i'm building a nonprofit for kids with autism and uh that's going to impact my son in a positive way not only him but also a big community the special needs community so that's my legacy i think that's all i wanted to leave you're a beautiful man jv i appreciate you and your openness and everything you're doing to make this world and this moment more beautiful thank you kindly thank you very much for having me Thanks for listening to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.